0: Hey, this is Keith Akata here with The Mortgage Real, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage. My license number is 112443, And the topic of today really comes down to, is it the best time to buy? I've been asked this question just today alone three times from three different clients. It's been very interesting because how I approach it is how I personally relate to it. It's not so much a question of, is it a right time to buy for me? Is it a right time to buy for them? You have to look at what are the goals. And that's really what I want to hone in here is that are you long or short on your purchase? That is a great question to ask yourself. That has to be goal oriented because we look at timing. If you agree that the recession is no longer a matter of if it's going to happen, now a matter, a question of when it will happen most financial markets are all pointed towards 2020. Coincidentally, that's the year of the election. So something's going to be triggered by 50 mile up view based on generalization during the next, next presidency or the outcome of the presidency. It could be many factors. Who knows? That's the crystal ball. But it's now a matter of when the recession will happen. Well, if we look at 2020, let's say the recession takes two to three years and a bad one to Right, the economy and start showing signs of positivity again. What goes up must come down. It's not going to stay in the recession forever, though we can't say that. But if you believe that we're going to come out of the recession, then you're probably looking at a five-year outcome. So, if you're short on real estate, shorter than five to seven years, then the question would be: Is how are you going to react, or what are your plans if the real estate market has not recovered to where it is today? When you need to sell would you rent the house or would you absolutely sell and are you going to be willing to take a loss at that time that's the question that is goal oriented for someone who's long in real estate let's say 10 years or more because you know that you're purchasing this house you've already had your first house and you now this is your second home or it's your first home but you're coming into it knowing that you're definitely long then that changes the outcome as you can see because if As long as you're not selling in the down market it's just like a stock you don't sell you don't buy high sell low it's always been the saying buy low sell high so it's all in the mindset the paper loss value was so significant in 2007 for both stocks and housing that it crushed people's mindset because billions were lost in equity and retirement right So at the same time, we have to be wiser going into this and it has to be goal oriented because there's no one that can tell you it's the right or the wrong time. It's based on an individual's goals, how it relates to you and how your plans are for the future and also thinking through how am I going to react should the housing value come down. If it is something where emotionally it's going to cause you too much stress, then that's a good answer telling you that, you know what, maybe now is not the right time to buy But for someone that's coming in saying, you know what? I know that there's going to be an up and down of this market. We could be at the highest point. We could be coming down some. But if I'm long on real estate and you believe that the tech markets aren't going to just up and leave, granted that Amazon announced their HQ2 and HQ3 in different states, is it really realistic to say that people from New York and Washington, D.C. are going to relocate to the West Coast or the West Coast to the East Coast? To me, it makes a lot of sense that Amazon strategically went to the East Coast, came a little bit inland, and said, okay, we're going to attack these markets. Why? Because they have tech talent at the same time. This is a demographic that's not going to relocate to the West Coast. Well, it makes sense. If you look at the Queens, New York area, it's not like it's an affordable area to go into by any means. It's still very expensive per capita and per cost of living. So if you look at it from that standpoint, is it really like people are just going to flood leave here? I I find that very challenging. Of course, there's going to be jobs that are going to move and people who want their jobs are going to move with it, but that's not going to cause a run on real estate. You still have Google that came here. You still have Facebook that came here. You still have many tech markets that came and started here because of the tech talent that they want to acquire from these big companies. You have Microsoft that's on a mega billion dollar expansion you have Costco that just doubled down on their real estate with the new campus you have Expedia that's building a new campus in Seattle that left the east side as soon as Expedia left the east side who moved in well that's another tech giant that you're going to see on the skyline very soon of Bellevue so there's so many things that's jobs related that it has to be a goals-based decision for the individual because as long as you believe that yes There is still very a strong job market here. We're not at maximum capacity yet for jobs. That's by for sure because of the number of jobs posted online still as of today. Real estate is going to have its highs and lows. But how it relates to you is the most important question. And that's the advice that I gave to all three clients. And here's the dicing on the cake that really no one is really talking about is in the tech market. You have the jobs that are compensated in, in many ways significantly by restricted stock units or RSUs, as I'll say from here on out. A employee is compensated in RSUs of the company to have a higher income, right? But they have a base income, which is the guarantee, and then they have the RSUs as a stock. Well, on a day like today, and the stock market takes an 800-point loss and beating and we've seen that several times now where that hasn't been the trend for the last five years solid, would that make an individual feel uneasy that I'm just about to go into a mortgage fixed payment for my housing expense, but yet I'm a little bit uncertain or nervous now what's going on with my RSU compensation that's above my base base income. If that base income is not enough or not adequate to sustain the lifestyle individual with the mortgage payment included now that means they're counting on that rsu income which i can tell you is the case for many people buying homes in the tech world so if they're looking at the rsu income thinking that the stock market is declining we don't know how the company is going to perform going into the new year or possibly into recession do they really want to enter into a, a large fixed payment of a house and many have said you know what keith I have many pre-approvals right now that this is the exact case. You know, Keith, we're going to hold off until the new year to see what happens. That's There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not pressuring them into buying. But there and again, if that's the case, if Lake Union is the ripple point of real estate in Seattle King County market and everything expands from Lake Union, which obviously that has been effect, well, then if you take a certain percentage of buyers who are now on the standstill. and the rest of the market starts to feel that it's had an impact whether that's a big percentage or small percentage that tech market has had a psychological impact on the housing market we don't see an underwriting yet a decline in values on appraisal reports and we don't see any cutbacks on rsu income to qualify but from the real estate standpoint if those individuals decide to hold and not buy then it causes a ripple effect in a different way that impacts any buyers and now all sellers. Do all sellers right now have to have price reductions or do they just hit the market too high with an agent that just couldn't stand stand firm with them and say, look, you're gonna come in over the market, but how many agents, you can't throw them under the bus, are gonna wanna do that to lose the lose the listing. They'll be like, well, we're gonna put it on, but I have to let you know, if we have to have price conversa- price reductions, we have to have this conversation. And that's what we're finding a lot of right now with these declines in values is it a crash in values that's hard to say when the job market is so strong are you going to have a run on real estate because you have too many people buying with zero to little 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 investment in the last decade i can arguably say that i don't know that many people that i even financed zero in fact there it is the fact that i did any zero down loans in over 10 years well that was the big run on real estate prior to 2007 with a subprime and zero down and stated income. State income does not exist. So there, there are options for it, but on the masses, let's look at what a majority, a huge majority are financing with. It's the traditional conventional loans, government loans, FHA, VA. We're not doing that many arms. People are doing arms because they understand the vehicle and it matches, here again, the word goals, but it's not based on on the fact that you're getting into something trying to keep the lowest housing payment because you, you really, in reality, you can't afford the house. So you're going to have to try to ride the lowest housing payment forever? Of course, that's a, that's, that's a, a recipe that's set up for disaster. So with that said, I just want to throw that out there that this last fact is very interesting. Since 1991, the average cumulative appreciation for Washington is 262%. Now, this is where I would like to relate this personally. Purchased my first home in 2000. Technically, it was 1999. I had to remodel it. It was a $186,000 purchase. Since that time, I sold it. I sold it for a little over, it was just shy of a half a million dollars or four high fours. Since I sold it, it sold twice more. In the last two sales, the highest sale, which was just over a year and a half ago, it was $893,000. So does this appreciation, doubling, tripling in value, apply? I think to anyone that grew up on Beacon Hill, if you told them that in 15 years, their house was going to be tripled in value, they would have told you you were on medicinal marijuana at a time where it wasn't even legal yet. <laughs> As a joke, right? I think you can kind of laugh at that. But here's a change of times you look ahead and what happened you had Amazon who at one time resided on Beacon Hill in the Pac-Med building the big brick building on the north end of Beacon Hill that was Amazon at one point in time they were books back then now they're e-commerce the biggest one in the world well did anyone foresee them doing what they're doing obviously not or you'd be partners with Jeff Bezos but since that time, obviously it had a huge impact, not only on Beacon Hill, but the entire Seattle Eastside King County markets, and it rippled out from Lake Union. I like to say it started from Beacon Hill, but that's because I'm a Beacon Hill boy. It is the fact that if you're long on real estate, it is going to appreciate for you. Are we going to have peaks and valleys? Absolutely. Are you going to sell in the low? That is a choice that is sometimes driven by unfortunate circumstances. Or just timing in life but for the majority who hold I think the grass is still greener on the other side this is again my personal sentiment but as I'm talking to clients and they ask me that question is the right now the right time to buy I always have to throw it back at them let's talk about your goals because if the goals don't match with timing at least the general overall the timing may not be right right but for another individual it's perfect so with that said there's the market. There's so much hype you can read about this, whether which side of the fence you stand on, you can always make me right or wrong and defend it. But overall, that's how I give my advice. And I think, you know, it's perfect for today's journal entry, Dan, life of all an officer. Thank you very much for listening. Any questions, please call.